All right, this is Liquid Gold, where we do shots. Okay, here we are. We're doing shots today. It's a very special episode of Liquid Gold. We passed the episode 100 threshold. So this is episode 101. And today we're going to take you into Labor Day weekend, giving you a couple cocktail ideas for the late season mint. I'm your host, Mike Wolf. Today with you. And I'm Kenneth Dedman. Kenneth in the house <laughs> in fine voice today. You sound great. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. We won't tell what we're drinking. This caffeine is starting to kick in, though. <laughs> so we thought we'd uh, we'd dust off a few kind of modern classics, classics slash modern classics um, that are really great late summer drinks. They're super refreshing. They're pretty easy to make. And the one thing that ties these two drinks together, and you can kind of uh, mess around with this at home, is really like the double straining. So you you shake a cocktail, and then you use that little Hawthorne strainer to get it out of the tins, and then you strain it again. So you strain it uh, through a tea strainer or a fine strainer as you pour it into the glass. And uh, these two cocktails, we're doing the Old Cuban, an amazing just an amazing drink that if that it's the kind of drink that if someone's like i don't really do cocktails nah um i don't really like uh fun i don't really like you know being amazing this is the drink that will turn their whole lives around yeah the old cuban one word celebrating 20 20 year anniversary glitz It's, it's it's a glitzy drink that's amazing you know i have a book on my nightstand you know what it's called um, the life and times of a man without a penis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that one you're working on? <laughs> no, Glitz. Elmore Leonard. Rereading an old favorite, Glitz. Uh, I haven't El- read that. Elmore Leonard, yeah, it's, it's great. So we're going to talk to Old Cuban. We're going to talk uh, the South Side. Another mint drink. We're, uh, we're talking late summer, end of the summer mint. You've got all that mint around. What are you going to do with it? Definitely make some drinks with it. So we're talking two epic mint cocktails today for shots. And shots, if you don't know, if you're new to liquid gold, shots are an opportunity for us to talk about a drink or two and get out of your hair. All right? So we want to help you have a great weekend and give you some drink ideas to make at home and make for your friends. And then we're just going to go. We're going to show ourselves out. Yeah. We won't be here long. Separate ways. We try. Uh, if you want to go back through the archives and check out other shots episodes, some of our favorites, Tequila Sunrise was like epic. Oh, yeah, that was that during was the pandemic. We, that we, was, we wove that was like in the movie. Yeah, we accidentally went too long. So heading into Labor Day for America, and you are like barely American, basically. You're like, you're losing your stars and stripes because you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, which seen, I, I don't seen think- seen half of it. You've seen half of it. So you didn't want to see it in the theater- why not? I did want to see it. I, I tried to see it in the theater, and it was the night that Thor came out, and I was... You made it that was decision. A, late time. a lot of people made that bad no, decision they, to uh, see that instead. I didn't wow. see Thor instead. Oh. They had uh, they had sold, they had canceled Maverick, the late night show, to add another Thor. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I didn't feel like seeing Thor. I still haven't seen Thor. That that didn't last long, too. They pulled, the, they pulled that and put Top Gun back. Yeah, but yeah, but it just the the stars didn't align for me, or the moon, or did you get to cosmos. did you get to the scene between Kilmer and Cruz? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great I think, scene. Yeah, I got 
I don't know. It was. You, it, it, you weren't no, feeling it. I wasn't feeling it, man. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, the planes go fast. Like <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great. I, 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 I like. I hung in there, and um, and I got to the point, like the sex scene, and I just. And I it's not even it really a sex scene, right? It's no, it's like, just shadows. It's very and, PG, and, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, of course, he's laughing. Tom Cruise is laughing. Yeah, it's strange. The sex scene, anyway. Uh, I'm glad I was watching it by myself. Oh, I like the theory that he just dies at the beginning. Oh, yeah, something like that. And the rest of it is like purgatory, his his, uh, journey to get to heaven. You know, he has to teach these pilots or whatever. So I kind of like that theory. Anyway, that's enough movie talk. He's like a ghost. Um, Okay, cocktails. All Um, right. So, as always, follow us on Instagram at liquidgold underscore pod. You can follow me at Mike Wolf underscore liquid gold. And you can follow Kenneth at D-E-D-M-O-N-K, the dead monk himself. Check out the new website, liquidgold.show. Check out all the crazy episodes we've done. We just did episode 100 with Teresa Mason of Mas Tacos and Wilburn Street Tavern. That was an awesome. amazing episode, so check that out. Thanks to our producer, Michael Eads, and everybody at We Own This Town. Lots Thank going you, on there. The Horror Fried podcast has been a favorite of, of late. Um, so the old Cuban, what's really special about the old Cuban cocktail is it's a sort of marriage of mojito and French 75. So you've got the mint and the rum and the lime, but you've got that like addition, that really nice hospitable addition of sparkling wine to kind of make it more elegant. It makes it a little more lively. You got those bubbles in there. But uh, this one was created by uh, Pegu Club owner Audrey Saunders. An absolute legend in the bartending world who created a, a handful of modern classics, the Clover Club as well. But the old Cuban seems to be one that has really stuck around a lot. Um, I got to give a shout out to colleague John Howard over at uh, the Continental who has an old Cuban on the menu right now where he's got like a little cucumber garnish in there. And it's beautiful. Uh, so that is a local one that you could try that, that is really nice over there at the Continental. So check that one out. Simple recipe we could give you today. So one of the differences between the old Cuban and a mojito. Mojito, you want to use like a white rum usually. If you're blessed to have a contact or to have sourcing of the Havana Club, the Havana Club Mm -hmm. three years, great for a mojito. Um, But you want something a little bit darker for the old Cuban. So basically an ounce and a half of an aged rum, anything Caribbean, um, if you wanted to take this in a different direction and you liked rum agricole, that kind of grassy lemongrass, more pungent rum, that would be a fun like take on this. But you basically can go pretty simple, just an ounce and a half of an aged rum. El, we love El Dorado. El Dorado 5, El Dorado 8. Those would be great choices. And then you want three quarter ounce of fresh lime juice. Then you can do, say, about three quarter ounce of like a simple syrup. Um if you're going to use agave, a lot of people keep agave around the house for cocktails. I would go a little lighter than three quarter ounce. You probably want like a quarter to a half ounce if you're doing agave. And then you can try just a light touch of Angostura bitters. That's one of those mm. tricks for, it's almost like tiki drinks and you can even do it for a mojito. But when you sneak in like a little touch of Angostura into a rum and citrus drink, any drink that's got rum and citrus, it really... Gives things just that light hint of spice. 
it's like adding salt to something. It's just that little pop that's going to make it a little bit better as long as you use a nice light hand. Yeah, I think a good rule of thumb is, is to uh, not want to color it with the Angostura. Yeah, like you want to you want enough you you want you want enough in there, but you don't want to change the color of the drink. So like little whisper, couple of drops. Yeah, and then uh, you can do six to eight mint leaves or so. Um, and then, uh, have your two ounces of a dry sparkling wine, um, that you'll top the drink with and just being simple and talking general, there's a lot of great sparkling wines out there. I love so many of them. If you're at the grocery store, uh, Segura Vita, that's, that's a cheap one. It's easy. Uh, shout out to mom. Hey mom, love you. I know you love that one. I always try to have it in my fridge when she comes to visit. Um, I love my mom, and sometimes too. even when she's not. Yeah, shout out to the moms. <laughs> buy the buy the good stuff for your mom. Uh, but yeah, she loves that one. That's an easy one to find. It's it's good for cocktails because it's not too dry. It's still still very dry, but it's not too dry. It's not it's not like too much of an assertive flavor. That would be great for this drink. So all all you're doing is uh, combining all those ingredients in a shaker, except for the sparkling wine, obviously, which we'll be topping with. And you don't even really need to muddle um, the mint. You can if you like. If you're like, "Wow, this mint is so amazing! I just picked it out of my garden." Yeah, you can muddle it, muddle it lightly, but you can also just shake in the mint and then double strain it into a cocktail glass, like a coupe. Garnish it with uh, add the sparkling wine and then garnish it with a mint leaf. So it's really simple, but I think you'll find that this is uh, just one of the best takes on a mojito or versions of a mojito that's more elegant that you know it's like opening up a bag of chips it's it's hard to have just one of these they are so delicious and great for we still have plenty of warm weather out here um so i love the old cuban are you are you making any old cubans kenneth does that ever come up in your work in your line of work it uh it came up recently uh it will it will come back oh my gosh it's one of those drinks that endures we had talked about it a lot we even made them before and one came in, and I didn't remember. I was like, "What? What the fuck, old Cuban? I know this. I should know. This. I should know this." <laughs> but I ended up having to look it up. And I was like, "Ah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, that was like just two weeks ago. It was the oh, first wow. time I'd made one in four or five years. That's cool. Happy guests around, all around. I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whomever it was knew what they were doing. All right, so we've got another one to talk about. Another one where you can uh, take some of that late season mint, that late summer mint, put it to put it to use, um, is the Southside, and that's probably a drink that uh, we were making a lot. I'd say ten years ago or so. It was super popular. Yeah, a it lot, was it was a drink that people would call, and it was a drink that ended up kind of having to be on your menu if you were doing a cocktail bar ten years ago. You had to you had to know what was up with that drink, and you had kept, to know how to make it. It kept gin popular, yeah, or in the conversation as the martini there. dipped, right? Because yeah. the martini dipped big time about ten years ago. I mean, it's back now. What do you like about it? Uh, it's just a it's a fun variation of uh, a classical gimlet. Gimlet. You're not you're not doing anything really really different than a gimlet, except adding adding mint. Mm. Um, the history on it's the history on it's uh pretty fuzzy. 
Some credit goes to the uh, the famous 21 Club in New York City, who does a variation of it with uh, Lemon, mm. which I've actually, a lot of people do it with Lemon. I don't, I don't understand that, but you use whatever citrus you have, I imagine. Yeah. It was coming out of Prohibition with the more popular... Uh, history of it is it, it is it is it came out of Southside Chicago during Prohibition. Oh wow, there was a lot going on in Chicago oh, at yeah. that time. Yeah, it's just a, like Wiki- compare the quick, cocktail with the Untouchables movie. Quick Wikipedia thing, but yeah, like uh, the uh, Prohibition lore is that the North Side uh, the Capone organization's competitors had a lot much smoother, um, less abrasive gin, and and they would uh, they would they would only mix that with like ginger ale if they mixed it at mm. all but on the south side with al capone's um bathtub gin you see mm. they, they they really had to like pack on pack on the the the, the sugar and the uh and the mint to, to yeah, sway like, we need some herbs to mm. to uh to, to trick your taste buds away from the, the abrasiveness interesting yeah the abrasive quality of Al Capone's bathtub I, gin I, I led think, to the I south think side. I really wow. like the, the idea crazy. of that coming out of like, yeah, gangster culture. Because yeah. if you have like that, you could think of that like, think back like 1924, Mike, and you're in, you know, like you got a really nice suit on, a pinstripe suit on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we get out of a Duesenberg, right? Mm-hmm. And we walk into this jazz club. It's like smoky and like... Uh, Oh, I know which club. I know which club we'd be going to. The, okay. Green, the Green Mill, All right. which is still there, and it's about the same as Capone's Day. It was Capone's Club. Mm-hmm. It's still there. It's about. It's like unchanged. It's what? like you're walking into the 20s. Dude, road trip. Incredible place. The Green Mill. Yep. Does it have like a back room with like a banquet? Probably. I mean, it has a Hammond B3 organ. Hmm. That sounds incredible. That's like situated behind the bar. Part of the way that the stage works there is it's kind of above the bar, off to the side. Right. It's super cool. That place is incredible. The Green Mill. And there are like trap doors behind the bar. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. There's trap doors behind the bar that you, you will see the bartenders going down and opening these trap doors. And they go down to like stock and stuff. But they were they were put there initially for Capone and his guys to just like escape away when they needed to. That's and they had, that, they had the network of tunnels. So the trap doors that are behind the bar at the Green Mill lead to the old uh, gangster tunnels of Chicago. Holy moly. Yeah. Oh, man. God, I'm glad we did Southside. Yeah, dude. Fucking hey. Why have we never covered it? Yeah, so you're in the Green Mill, see? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're in that back room, and there's like a round table. And there's all these gangsters sitting there, and they're like smoking cigars. Yeah. They're kind of like... Who's this fucking It's just like quiet, you know, like like uh, quiet ruffle in the air, but you can still mm. hear like a jazz band, like the the trumpet in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Mr. Capone. Um, so we got a shipment of Zoom guns, see? And then we're going to sell them. We're going to sell them to the North Side Boys for a good profit. <laughs> and like uh, Al Capone's like, well, well, this calls for celebration. <laughs> Southside. They're like, let's let's all have some Southside boys. This gangster shit's making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, <laughs> the Southside is just a uh, variation of the Gimlet, 
which is uh, typically you can use whatever gin that you want. The South Side's typically was was like uh, originally using like London Dry, which is a little bit boozier than most other gins. It's highly botanic, so I don't think that there's like a limit on mint that you can throw in there. Probably don't want to overdo it. Maybe like ten leaves. What did you use in your Cuban eight? Yeah, six, six to eight. eight. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. If you uh, if you have mint, use it. This is the time of year to go ahead and start chopping. It I up, think you I think, could right? up the mint with a gin drink because it's just gonna like it's gonna blend with all those yeah. botanicals, and you might want the mint to come through a little bit more. Whereas the old Cuban's a little more like elegant. Certainly, you know, it's like the like glitz. Yeah, the the South Side's on like the happy hour menu, and then the old Cuban is like fourteen dollars. Right. Seventeen dollars? I don't know. I don't know what the price is. I think you'd. Ha- I think I'd have the Cuban um, after a course instead of before a course. Yeah. So uh, that'd be a great between courses. Like if you go to a steakhouse and you have the wedge like, salad, then you do like the old Cuban. Back that up before your steak comes. Or you get like that'd lamb. You can get lamb with mint. You can just be this mint. Oh wow! This mint guy. They're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a Damn south mint side. Guy. Anyway, uh, if you don't have mint, uh, I guess uh, you can use um, creme de mint. Then, uh, then you have to answer like the complicated question is like, why do you not have mint, but you have creme de mint? You <laughs> fucking freak! Like <laughs> <laughs> the Tempest, uh, Tempest Fugit, their creme de mint. Yeah, that's pretty solid. damn. That's solid stuff. Pretty damn good. And you can make it yourself. And you only need one bottle. That you can like True hang that. around. That'll be on your home bar for ten years. True that. Yeah, yeah. And you can also make it. Make it. You can. You can make a creme de menthe yourself with all of that leftover mint that you're going to chop up because you don't want it to just rot and die in your yard. Mm-hmm. If you decide to just harvest it all, just throw it into a, like a a bottle of vodka. Throw a little sugar in there. Let it sit in the back of your fridge for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Strain it off. Sounds good. All right. What else? That's uh, solid. I think uh, let's do a recipe for the South Side. So we'd say two gin. Two ounces, two ounces London gin, dry gin. London dry gin. Yeah. That's that's going to be pretty powerful. That's like, you know, like 100 proof gin usually mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Then, uh, yeah, three quarters, three quarters ounce fresh lime juice or lemon juice or split, split. if you want. Yeah. That's a, that's a move. Yeah. That's, that's a good move. Split it. That's what made with gin. seven I up love and Sprite that. what yeah. they are today. Hey, they go together. Um, we know that. Yeah, then uh, uh, I guess three-quarter ounce of simple syrup, but mind you, probably a good pro tip with uh, doing simple syrup ratios to citrus is always have less volume um, simple syrup. Mm. You, you can go all the way. You can always add more if it's not sweet enough, but you can't take it back out. So, so do like uh, one half and see how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's if if yeah shake it up double mm-hmm. strain it um you can you can pour it over like crushed ice it's really great uh pour it over crushed ice and like kind of like stir it until um like a highball and stir it around until there's like frost on the outside and then garnish it Damn. yeah strong or just never uh, seen that I double strain it that. neat into a into a martini glass and chug it Incredible. Um, 
Those are a couple just super easy drinks for y'all for your weekend, for the holiday weekend. Oh, I forgot um, about the uh, yeah. the the east side variation. Um, oh, yeah, you just, the east you side. Can just, you can just put a slice of cucumber into your shake. You may want to muddle that a little bit. And uh, then you have a curious blend of cucumber and mint playing off the gin. Do you know why they call it the, the east side cocktail, Mike? No, it's not East Nashville though. I found that out. It's because it's the port. Of, it's the part of the property where you uh, you grow your cucumbers. Really? So that it's so that they face the sun in the morning. That's where that comes from. No, I just made it up. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, geez, I never heard that. That's cool. Damn, you never should have told me that you made that up. Um, I got a bonus shots. Oh shit! I, we, you know, I, we could save this for another episode. No, I think we it. should just do it today because this is another amazing mint leaf cocktail, and this is for people that might want to get into it a little bit more. They want to hold on to summer. You want to make something hold a little on to ex- the night. Hold on to the night. You want to you want to make something that is uh, a little more tropical style. Yes. This is the missionary downfall. Oh, Missionary's sweet. downfall. Uh, incredible tiki drink, and uh, you can make this. This is a mint leaf heavy drink that you're going to blend. All right. So you need a blender for this. So this drink, you can make two of these at the same time by doing, say, three quarter ounce of uh, fresh lime juice. You want about a half ounce of a peach liqueur. So you need like a creme de peach or a peach liqueur. That's kind of the only super exotic ingredient for this uh, for this drink. Then you need, uh, say, about three-quarter ounce of uh, a honey syrup. So just do equal parts honey and water. Mix that together. Then you're doing uh, two ounces of rum. So you could do like a light rum. You could do a gold rum. Um, Either one would work. It's just really what you prefer with this one. And then do like, I'd say about three, three to four tablespoons of fresh pineapple. Okay, so just dice some pineapple, throw it in there. And then you do want a lot of mint so we're talking like in this drink that serves two i want to say like 40 mint leaves wow. like you want a ton and it, and it really you will thank me you need a ton of mint leaves okay say a half a cup quarter cup something like that then you're gonna do about eight ounces of crushed ice all right so you're gonna throw that into the blender as well so you blend that at a high speed for about 15 to 20 seconds and then um, just pour it straight into like some coops or like almost like those bowl, those old school like bowl style glasses or like an old champagne glass. And then you just garnish it with mint and the color will be green. And it's such a mint forward drink, but it's it honestly it, it plays really nicely with all the other elements. So the missionary's downfall. Uh, that's that's your bonus shot today. Where that just name, like where'd that name come from? Uh, because. This was a Don the Beachcomber original. Don the Beachcomber we cover in the new book, Cheer, the Liquid Gold Holiday Drinking Guide, which is at the offices of Turner Publishing. Mm. I'm going to pick some up tomorrow to finally see it. The word is that it's absolutely gorgeous. That's what the initial reviews are over at the offices over there. Um, But we're really excited about that. Coming out November 15th. Yes, sir. We've got pre-order links. Um, there's a pre-order link on, uh, on my link, the link in my bio on Instagram, and then you can go to turnerpublishing.com to check out that there's or, uh, pre-order links on Amazon all over the place. Um, but yes, we talk about 
the genius of Don the Beachcomber in the book and his genius in coming up with the zombie specifically. But this was a drink, the Missionary Downfall, is a drink that he came up with in the early 40s. And I think it was because um, there were missionaries. So he traveled all over the South Pacific and he would run into missionaries at different uh, on different islands and stuff. And if he made this drink or if a missionary might taste this drink, it would lead to their downfall on the island. And they would get into lots of trouble. Gotcha. And so the thing about that drink is it doesn't, it's not like super strong necessarily, but it's so delicious. I mean, it tastes like it's like a Sonic drink almost. Right. Like you're like, this has booze in it? No way. It's one of those. So you, you got to be you gotta be a little careful with the missionary's downfall. I mean, the name will tell you that alone. I think that's about all what I else? got today. Cool. I feel good about this. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah. Uh, we've got drinks to make heading into the weekend, so we're excited for that. Exciting. We might have, so this, I don't know if this will close the summer of shots because here in Tennessee, it's not really like summer's over once Labor Day hits. We still have like another month of summer. So we might sneak in a few Peruvian Cuban cocktails uh, here over the next month for shots. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm your host, Mike Wolf, along with Kenneth Deadman. And we have our mascot, Chris, in the house. Thanks to Michael Eads and everybody at We Own This Town. Thanks to Jess Matchin for the logo, Upright T-Rex music for the tunes. And we'll see you next time, everybody, for Shots yeah. on Liquid Gold. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>